joy. And now, Forbidden Fruit, Book One, The Rebels. The first story in The Rebels is called Love in a Time of Hate, narrated by Yusef Miller. Joseph Antoine would have found the 21st century as baffling as ballet is to a bulldog. He wouldn't have understood married couples who split up before their wedding flowers wilt or their new walks and washing machines lose their showroom shine. He wouldn't have understood why black marriage as an institution began dwindling so drastically after 1940. He wouldn't have understood why black children, who once could count on honorary aunts and uncles, on every plantation now, in some cases, boil their own oatmeal and tuck themselves into bed. Most of all, he wouldn't have understood why, for some men, falling in love became a fatal flaw, the crack in a man's smooth chocolate ice cream cool. For the love of a woman, Joseph Antoine sat in a jail cell, churning out letters that explained how he wound up in the trap baited, set and sprung by his wife's owner. For the love of a woman, Joseph Antoine stood on an auction block to be sold like a keg of bourbon or hog. For the love of a woman, Joseph Antoine signed away his freedom and became an indentured servant or temporary slave for seven and a half years. His court petitions and records document his struggle to hold on to his wife, no matter how large or even deadly a price he was required to pay. However, his story of commitment to a slave-era marriage is hardly unique. But why would a free black man in the early 1800s open his heart so totally to a woman he couldn't legally marry? Wouldn't a man born in one slave society and living in another have learned to keep his emotions on ice, his affections scattered, his love chopped and diced into small, easily swallowed chunks? Some slave owners certainly believe this. In fact, many justified splitting up plantation couples by claiming that slaves felt little pain at losing a mate and cared nothing about lasting relationships. Not one in a thousand, I suppose, of those poor creatures have any conception whatever of the sanctity of marriage, wrote the wife of an Alabama minister. American-style slavery did indeed promote serial relationships, sex without commitment, and the wholesale production of babies for sale. All the same, slave families valued their kin and often longed for the stability of legal relationships and families. In fact, during the Civil War, and immediately afterward, freedmen rushed to get married, round up lost relatives and bring their women home from the fields. Between 1890 and 1940, a slightly higher percentage of black adults than whites married. Still, full-fledged romantic love, the kind of love Joseph Antoine felt, could lead to heartbreak, particularly if a man had to stand by and watch his woman insulted, beaten, overworked, raped, starved or sold away. In Louisiana, a slave named Hosea Biddle 
was separated from his mate after 25 years of togetherness, and others could tell similar stories. As a freeman, and formerly married to a southern slave woman, Joseph Antoine was especially vulnerable, yet he never put any fences around his heart. He had been born a slave on the hilly green main island of Cuba. It was a land where gold-seeking Spanish conquerors, armed with muskets, cannons, armor, and steel swords, had nearly wiped out the native population with diseases, beatings, torture, and harsh work. They then brought in African slaves to work the plantations. Once the sugarcane and tobacco industries based on slave labor took over the island's economy, black Cubans, slave and free, multiplied. However, despite the harshness of life on strength-sapping sugarcane plantations,